This is the 10 Minute Law Firm Podcast, brought to you by Rocket Matter. Hello, and welcome to the 10 Minute Law Firm Podcast, where we will be discussing all things to make law firms more profitable. I'm your host this week, Larry Port, CEO of Rocket Matter, leading provider of cloud based legal practice management and time and billing software. Today, we're excited to speak with Evan W. Walker, a full-time attorney out of San Diego, California. Evan practices personal injury and property damage. He's got a pretty interesting story, so welcome, Evan. Can you give us a little bio of how you started in New Orleans and ended up in San Diego? Sure, no problem. Thanks for having me, Larry. So my story starts in 2005 when I was a 1L uh, at a law school in New Orleans, the first week ended on a Friday and Katrina was that Monday. So that was unexpected to say the least. Um, after that, we had moved, evacuated is the more appropriate way to say it, evacuated to Houston, finished up my first semester there. Three years later, I graduated in 08 and began working for a small insurance defense firm in New Orleans defending Hurricane Katrina claims. This went on for a few years. And then my wife, who was a medical student, wound up doing her residency at Yale. So in 2010, we moved to Connecticut. I took the Connecticut bar and started working for a large insurance company defending personal injury claims. In 2014, my wife got a job at UCSD in San Diego as a doctor. So we came out here. I took the California bar, passed it, and opened up my own firm doing uh, plaintiff work. That's very interesting. And you're in La Jolla, from what I understand. So you must be in amazing shape there since every other place there is a gymnasium. Right. <laughs> I hope so. I mean, the weather is unbeatable. No, no question about it. So we're going to talk today about making yourself available to clients. And before we do that, one of the reasons Evan's going to talk about this is because he's a big believer in one of the things that we're a big believer in, which is running your law firm as a business. In fact, he wrote an article about that for our blog, Legal Productivity. Evan, can you just give a couple of high points about that article and what you mean about running your law firm as a business? Sure. And I, I came at this through experience, right, of learning the hard way of what not to do. Because, again, I started out on my own and, and hang up my, hung up my shingle after years of working for a defense firm. And I had to learn these are the steps a solo needs to take. These are the things a solo needs to avoid. And so one of the things which are addressed in the article is understand the type of entity, business entity you're setting up. In California, we can't be LLCs. You either have to be a sole prop or some type of corporation. And there, there are ramifications of both. So it's important to choose your entity and know why you're doing it. Secondly, you have to watch the bookkeeping. You have to know where the money comes in, where the money is going. Secondly, and related to that, is you have to prepare for taxes. Unfortunately, nobody told me that I was responsible for self-employment taxes. That might, might be obvious to a lot of listeners, but it wasn't to me. So in addition to income taxes, I had self-employment taxes on top of that. And so that was an unpleasant surprise when I learned I had to deal with this and that the IRS won't wait. Yeah, there's a lot to know about the nuts and bolts of running a law firm as a business, especially when it comes to all the nitty gritty legal and tax details. I mean, unfortunately, in addition to serving your clients and marketing to them and closing the deals and getting the bills out and collecting those bills, you have to deal with all this other stuff. 
So this brings us to being accessible and being able to talk to your clients. That's kind of a thing that we all take for granted. But what, what do you really mean by this? When we're talking about making yourself available to clients, what does that really mean to you? Okay, what I mean is this, and again, I come at this from experience. This isn't theoretical. This is practice that's lived out. Your practice has to be client-centered. Clients can make and break your practice. Now, it's important to understand that the difference between attorneys and non-attorneys providing legal services is that as attorneys, we're held to professional standards and codes of conduct, which is to say we have to act in a client's best interest. And at a minimum, that means good client communication. And so, yes, we run a business. Yes, it is a profession. But understand, it's a relationship between the attorney and the client, and every good relationship requires communication. So practically speaking, you know, rubber meets the road. What does that mean in, in your case? So what this means is, is this. This is the mobile age. What that means is clients expect you to be available, and they expect you to be responsive. And for me, that's the new standard. The, the number one complaint about attorneys is the lack of communications. For myself, I have to make myself available almost all of the time. This isn't a nine to five job and not everybody can do that. And so I speak with clients almost all of the time. I almost always take a client's phone call, even if it's to say, I can't talk right now. Let me get back with you. I do the same with client emails. As soon as I see it, I respond to it. Even if it's to say, again, let me get back to you. I text clients all throughout the day. Some clients have my my personal cell number and I'm just I make myself available to clients if they have a question, if they have a concern, and so we work together as litigation uh, continues. In terms of media, you talked about having your cell phone, texting. What media do you use to communicate with your clients? So I use Google Voice for most of my business, and so what that means is I'm almost reachable all of the time, regardless of where I am. So in the office, out of the office, driving in a car, walking to the park. And I also use a lot of text through Google Voice. Um, also on social media, I use a lot of social media. I interact with clients on there. I just make it almost as easy as I can be for a client to contact me almost at any time. What about email? Are you a heavy email user or do you use any portal software to communicate or drop documents to your clients at all? No, I don't do that. I mean, the nature of my business, there's not, there's not a lot of transactional work, so I don't need any type of Dropbox or cloud, um, cloud site. What I do primarily is a lot of emails and a lot of phone calls. Gotcha. It's kind of funny. A, a client portal was a much talked about feature a couple of years ago, and everyone seemed to want it. We rolled it out. We probably have a 10% adoption of our portal across all of our customers. It's pretty interesting. 10% is not a lot, by the way. So let me ask you a question. How do you set limits? Because I'm listening to this, and the first thing I'm concerned about is that when I'm not at work, a lot of times I'm coaching a Little League team or I'm involved in something with my family. So how do you make sure that your clients don't take over your life? I mean, that's it's a difficult question. Um, and, and frankly, it's a case-by-case -case basis. I think it depends on the attorney. It depends on how organized you can be and how successful you are chasing after that elusive work-life balance. You have... The, the answer at the end of the day is you have to define the limits for yourself. For some people, that means no calls after six. For some people, that means no calls after the weekend. Um, for other people, it's different. For myself, I don't have any cutoff times. 
I do take one day of the week off where I don't have any client communications at all unless, of course, there's an, emer an emergency. And frankly, I violate that rule <laughs> more often than I, than I would care to admit. But, you know, I, 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 I do my best to try to turn it off occasionally for the sake of myself, for the sake of my practice, and for the sake of my family. That seems to make a lot of sense. I, I know personally that I need that one day of rest. And a lot of people go kind of biblical on this and they observe the Sabbath just to kind of shut down all electronic devices and whatever, that one day a week, just, just to give their mind a rest and their nervous system a rest from the constant barrage of information. So let me ask you a question. Do you have any anecdotes about how you believe your client service goes above and beyond and is differentiated from your peers? I mean, for myself, I really strive to stay in constant communication with clients. And again, that goes back to what I was saying was almost always taking client phone calls and taking emails. Anecdotally, um, there's been more than one occasion where I've met clients in a hospital, sometimes clients and they're, uh, while they're, they're, di they're dying, they had asked me to come and uh, speak with them because we had something that needed to be addressed. And so... You know, I really strive to remember that this is a relationship with a client. This isn't just a business transaction, that this is a person. And a lot of times in the nature of what I do, I deal with people who have trauma. And what that means is not to say that I'm a counselor, but you have to understand you're dealing with people who have been traumatized and are not hearing, having their voices heard. And a lot of times they want someone just to listen. And a lot of times that is my role. I tell that to my staff here all the time when they're dealing with attorneys on the other side. They're always on the phone with people calling in. You have to understand, especially for consumer-facing attorneys, they're helping people out when those people are in their darkest or most desperate hours. So I would say that if attorneys don't keep that in their mind, that a lot of times you are a person's best and only friend in a horrible, life-changing situation, it's a very important thing to keep in mind the importance you have in that person's life. Evan, this is great information. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. If someone wants to drop you a line, how should they get in touch with you? Um, you can reach me at evan at evanwalkerlaw.com. You can also just Google me, Evan Walker Attorney. My site should pop up. Thanks so much, and we'll catch you next time on the 10-Minute Law Firm Podcast. This is the 10-Minute Law Firm Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and don't forget to rate and review so we can keep bringing you awesome content. Wow.